Time for us to be in the music corner. And this week, we are celebrating a giant of music. She recently celebrated her 78th birthday. It was her birthday on Friday. Uh, Dolly Parton is our focus for today. And I think she's such an interesting cultural figure because I, I think her influence hasn't just been in rock and roll or country, but in pop in general. And to talk about her influence, we're joined on the line by musicologist, musician, songwriter, uh, music business enthusiast, music teacher. Dr. Sheldon Leal joins us on the line this morning. Dr. Leal, as always, it's great to have you on the show. Good morning. Good morning, Brooks. How are you doing? I'm very well, thank you. And how are you? I'm great. So we're talking about uh, Dolly Parton, who I think is such an interesting figure. I really enjoy her. And I remember, was it uh, a couple of years ago, you actually did a list on the world's top 20 divas. Um, Mm -hmm. Dolly was on that list. Why did you have Dolly Parton on that list? Well, Dolly Parton is one of the greatest selling artists of all time. She sold over 100 million records in her career. So she definitely falls in um, as one of the greatest female artists of all time. And I see now she's on the Rolling Stones list. (laughs) Yes. But she started off on my list. Mm -hmm. You did it first. You called it first. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, um, I think she sort of fits a, um, a position in the music industry similar to what Warren Buffett sits in the economics world, mm-hmm. where she's a bit of an oracle. Mm-hmm. Um, she's been in the industry since 1956, so her career spanned 68 years. Um, and she was there at the beginning of the rock and roll era. So she would have uh, mingled with some of the greatest rock stars of all time. I mean, Johnny Cash was one of her close friends at the beginning of her career, Willie Nelson, Kenny Rogers, like all of these big names in the music industry. And I think she's now someone that people go to um, for advice and uh, mentorship. And so she's someone that has led a 68-year career with very little controversy, Mm. but with a lot of like outreach um, and work outside of just the music industry. Her foundation, which is called the Dollywood Foundation, which was started in 1986, has this thing called the Imagination Library, which is such a fascinating Thing. She came from a very impoverished background. They lived in a one, one-roomed one cabin in the Smoky Mountains. And um, her parents were both illiterate. And um, she decided that once she became famous, that she wanted to offer the gift of literacy to the people in her community. So she started this thing called the Imagination Library, which offers every child in her county a book a month until they're five years old. Um, in the year 2018, they handed out the 100 millionth book to children. And now there's over 1.7 million children enrolled in the program worldwide. So her activities are not limited just to music, but a range across the board. She's become a bit of a music oracle. Mm-hmm. I, I, I asked earlier on um, or I mentioned that we'd be talking about Dolly Parton and I asked listeners for their favorite songs, their memories of her. And Andre, I thought, sent a very interesting message. Andre says, what would I say about Dolly Parton? People like to classify blondes as dumb. Of course, that's the stereotype. Dolly has proven that it's a myth. Elvis wanted to buy her copyrights. In the end, Elvis would have no use for it today, and Dolly does. And I think there's something about Dolly Parton being very blonde, very girly, um, kind of 
big boobs, shiny clothes, and being very deliberate about that, but also being this damn fine musician. Um, I can't remember what interview it was where she started, her and Patti LaBelle started playing using oh. the acrylics of their nails and they were making the sound <laughs> that I'm doing right now, well, which I thought was so cool where she said, well, we've got acrylics, let's, let's, you know, let's play a bit of music. And I think there has been, I don't know if it was deliberate on her part to prove that, yes, she is blonde and she is pretty, but she's not a bimbo. In fact, she's a damn fine musician. Well, the, well, number one, she is not only a singer. She is actually a musician. She plays mm. 12 different instruments. Really? The banjo. She is a multi-instrumentalist, plus a songwriter, oh, plus wow. a singer. So she's not just a pretty face. And I think she's played that dumb blonde card uh, to her benefit. You know, using the... I think it's a little... Dis- I think uh, I spoke about this a while ago where I think being the underdog sometimes gives you the freedom to explore and do what you want to do. And I think people underestimating her has allowed her to do all of these amazing things without people putting too much pressure on her. Um, that story about the nails is actually linked to one of the songs that I selected today called 95. So... She was doing a movie with Lily Tomlin and Jane Fonda in the 1980s called 95 and Other Odd Jobs. Mm-hmm. And, but, and Dolly Parton was doing a makeup backstage, getting ready to go on set. And she started playing with her acrylic nails. And she was like, oh, my God, this sounds like a typewriter. Yes. And that was the beginning of the song 95. That's how she wrote 95 really? on her acrylic nails. Yes. That's so cool. I had yeah. no idea. Well, yeah, no, and no. so when you listen to the beginning of 95, you hear that rhythm, which she tapped out on her nails. Oh, wow. Okay, now we have to listen to 9 to 5. because Here's Dolly Parton with 9 to 5 in the music corner. And I stumbled to the kitchen Pour myself a cup of ambition And yawn and stretch and try to come to life Jump in the shower and the blood starts pumping Out on the streets the traffic starts jumping With folks like me on the job from nine to five Working nine to five What a way to make a living Barely getting by It's all taking and no giving Just use your mind Just a step on the boss man's ladder But you've got dreams he'll never take away You're the same boat with a lot of your friends Waiting for the day your ship will come in And the tide's gonna turn and it's all gonna roll your way Working nine to five What a way to make a living getting by It's uh, Dolly Parton with one of her big hits, Nine to Five. And that little bit at the beginning, that's so cool. I can't unhear it now. Uh, the sound of a typewriter from the sound of her acrylics. Ah, oh, that's so yeah. cool. 
<laughs> and that's how, you know, for me, I think this, the, the, the secret to the longevity and the success of Dolly Parton is that she actually is a musician and she's driven by music. That, like, it, it permeates through everything that she does. She's not doing music because she wants to be famous. She's doing music because she loves music. It yeah. is her. And I think the secret to Dolly's success is that she's always been sincere. Like, wherever you go, she's, she's never lied about the fact that she's had plastic surgery on Oprah. She said, if it's lagging, dragging, or sagging, you nip, tuck, or suck it. <laughs> and she's like... She's honest about who she is. Mm. There's no um, airs or graces about her. And someone, I watched a documentary about her once, and someone said she is the realest fake person that you'll ever see. Like, yeah. everything about her is manufactured, but she's actually a very real person. Yeah. Um, and I think that's what's made her this oracle of the music industry. The fact that, that everything she does is with sincerity. She's never offended any side of the market. And actually... If you think about it, country music is a very wide genre. But let me tell you, if you speak to people here in South Africa, from they can be from Stanton or from Soweto, they all know who Dolly Parton is. Yeah. They know all the tracks. They've been pumping them at home for years. Yeah. And it's because it comes from a place of sincerity and non-judgment. And that is what Dolly Parton is about. So I asked, what are some of our listeners' favorite Dolly Parton songs? Because, of course, she has an incredible catalog, music that she's written and performed for herself, music that she's written for other people. Cynthia says, I love A Coat of Many Colors, a beautiful, albeit a sad song. Uh, Ghetto Man says, on my side, I actually have two. One is a duet with the late Kenny Rogers called Islands I Street. In the Stream. Yeah, yeah. And yeah then, Islands in the Stream. And then, I mean, we can't talk about Dolly Parton without, and he says, her solo Jolene. That's arguably the most popular Dolly Parton song. Yeah, Jolene, which was a song written about um, her husband um, and a woman that was, uh, you know, flirting with her husband. Um she, uh, her real name is actually Dolly Dean because that's her husband's surname, but she doesn't use the, the surname. Her husband, Carl Dean, which she married in 1966. Mm-hmm. And um, he's a very, very quiet, uh, reclusive character um, who lives on um, their plantation farm called Willow Lake Plantation in um, Tennessee. And he keeps a very low profile. Um, he attends the occasional thing, you know, here or there, um, but keeps a very low profile. And Jolene was about this woman who was flirting with her man, this um, red-headed woman, um, and she wrote that song about that. Oh, just getting back to the doesn't want to offend anyone. Uh, during Donald Trump's uh, reign, he offered her the Congressional Medal of Honor twice. Mm-hmm. And she turned it down twice Mm -hmm. because she didn't want to be associated with Donald Trump's um, rhetoric. And she she saw that, and uh, from what I'm gathering, she saw that he was trying to leverage her oracle and uh, status to, to, you know, to sanitize his his, um, regime. And she turned down the offer twice. That's how powerful she actually is in the industry. Um, in 2022, she was offered, uh, she was given an award of $100 million from Jeff Bezos um, for all the outreach work that she, that she has done over the years. So she's not just 
a singer. She is someone who's leveraged a lot of power and influence over the years. And that Elvis Presley story is actually very interesting. When a song is released to the public, anyone can record it as long as they ask for permission, but that permission is a compulsory license. You have to give the person a license to record your song. So Elvis Presley could have very easily just recorded I Will Always Love You, but he asked her for permission to record the song, subject to her signing over the rights to the song to him because he refused to cover songs that he didn't own the rights in. And she said, no, mm-hmm. I'll, I won't sign the rights over to my song to you. If you want to cover it, you're welcome to cover it, but I'm not giving you the right to my song. Yeah, um, and, and that's how powerful she is. She even turned down the king of rock and roll. She also, in 2020, initially had turned down her induction into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, well, her nomination. Yes. She put out a statement saying, even though I'm extremely flattered and grateful to be nominated for the Hall of Fame, I don't feel that I've earned the right, which is so interesting to get from Dolly Parton. And she said, I really do not want the votes to be split because of me, so I must respectfully bow out. I do hope that Mm -hmm. the Hall of Fame will understand and be willing to consider me again if I am ever worthy. Um, She was ultimately inducted, though, last year. Yeah, because her her nomination was in 2022. She put out that statement in 2022, but last year she was inducted. But also to your point where, you know, she refused the Congressional Medal of Honor. Um, She refused to, you know, give uh, the song. Her here saying that she doesn't think she's earned a place in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, which I think is quite, quite interesting. (laughs) That was quite, when she made those statements, because I follow her on Instagram, uh, I was like, no, girl, you know, I think sometimes people misunderstand what the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame represents mm. and that it's not merely a, a platform for rock artists. And she was like, I'm not a rock artist. I don't deserve to be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. She most certainly deserves to be on the rock and ro- in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and now she has been inducted. And, um, uh, but what she did was she said, I have never done a rock and roll album, so I'm going to do a rock and roll album to, to, you know, to give myself like that cred. And in the process worked with like Sting and Cindy Lauper and Michael Buble. She got like all of these big name artists on this album that she released last year, which was called Rockstar. And 68 years into her career, her biggest album that she's ever released. It went to number three on the charts. It was the highest peaking album that she's ever had. Yeah. And once again, cementing, cementing that legacy as a music oracle. Mm. She's brilliant. Yeah. Um, so I think I'm so excited we could t- chat about Dolly Parton. I think she's fantastic. And Dr. Leal, it's always such a pleasure having you in studio with us. Thank you very much. And I hope you have a wonderful Sunday. Thank you so much. That's Dr. Sheldon Leal. I think we can steal a little bit of time and play at Dolly Parton, Jolene. We must play Jolene on the music corner. Jolene, Jolene.